Welcome back to Kind of Funny Reactions, where we review and react to different movies and TV shows each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want it as a podcast, you can search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Reactions, and we'll be right there for you. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by Greg Miller. Hello. Nick Scarpino. Hello. Kevin Coelho. What's up, dudes? And Andy Cortez. Hello. Today we are talking about Loki episode five, Journey into Mystery. I want to start this one off. Between this and last week's episode, this is just some of my favorite MCU I've ever seen. I am so happy with how things are going. And I think that the the way that this show keeps volleying up questions and then immediately answering of the next episode just keeps me very satisfied while setting up a whole bunch more questions we have the one finale i I have no idea exactly where we're going there and that's where i want to be with this show because they've proven to me time and time again that they're going to give me exactly what i want and what do i want it's what this episode gave me an insane amount of easter eggs everywhere you look (laughs) easter eggs fun things to to look at and see an insane amount of character development great Great moments, again, between Loki and Sylvie, in addition to more Mobius moments with Loki and just kind of just all of the Lokis were so much fun to have. Uh, Great comedic moments. Not all of them worked, but hey, that's comedy, right? But to me, it's about the action, and it is definitely about them going as big as they freaking possibly could have and just being like, you know what? We don't give a shit. We want to match those movie moments and we want to do some really epic shit that make you go, oh shit, that this is why this is a comic book TV show or movie. Like so many shots in this look just like spreads, two page mm-hmm. spreads in in from straight out of a comic from them first seeing the big Goliath monster, purple shit going everywhere and them deciding we can't fight it right now. I loved that. It totally read like a comic book and the final scene of classic Loki like sacrificing himself from a narrative point of view fucking loved it and also just from a what the hell is actually happening like i love the idea of him summoning asgard to distract Elioth and all that with the fucking music playing it was great and the episode starts off with that amazing thor ragnarok-esque camera spinning thing that i freaking love we got it going through all the different areas we've seen in the show so far camera beautifully spinning that one digital one shot going through the music you hear the loki theme and it's tick tocking all slow because as it goes in different places time's moving differently but as it gets into the void then it finally hits into that loki theme and the tick tock starts actually hitting correctly holy shit what a hype way to start the episode greg miller what'd you think I think in the end, when this is all said and done, I'll appreciate this episode more. This episode actually was the first one that left me wanting in a bad way. I love all the Easter eggs. I love all the character moments. I love all that. But I wanted more with Sylvie and the TVA agent, right? I wanted to know what was going on there. I wanted to get more movement on what was going on, who was behind the scenes, what was going any of that stuff before she came over here. I thought it happened real quick that we were there. I thought we we're going to have two planes of action and then she gets sent back real quick to be over here. Uh, I love the interaction between all the Lokis, but... I still feel like this is a penultimate episode setting up the finale. And so I felt like it was more character building in a way I didn't necessarily need. Like I, even if Loki would have kissed Sylvie at the end, even if they would have like gone all in on that to kind of take that relationship further, I felt like we didn't spin our wheels here, but we just like laid the groundwork and the foundation for like, just remember this is what all these relationships and all these people are and yada, yada, yada. Like, I could have gone for more actual movement. I, I didn't feel there was enough forward progression in this episode for me to walk away being like, that was awesome and I can't wait for it. It was awesome. I love this show. I trust them. And I think when you sit down and can watch them all back to back to back, it wouldn't be as big a deal. But right now I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I just want to see where we're going and what's going to happen. Andy? Uh, I thought this episode was a lot of fun. I 
I'm I definitely more on Tim's side with all of this. Um, I I thought from front to back it was a lot of really good sort of character development, and I don't know how the hell they get me to care about a cool character moment with classic Loki, but that's Marvel. You trust him at this point, and you've barely seen the dude on screen for maybe a 20 minutes, you know, of combined screen time, and then classic Loki gets his hero moment, and it is, you know, uh, uh, what did he say? Uh, I forget. Divine the, the purpose. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the glorious purpose. Glorious purpose, um, that's what it was, yeah. And that's so it's so weird because there 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 could be so many different shows that try to do that with a side character that you might roll your eyes at and say, well, why, why do I care about this moment right here? Because I've barely seen we barely, you know, we barely know who this character is. But I just thought everything was set up pretty well. Um, huh? I, oh, I heard something. Sorry, that was that was me. That was my bad. <laughs> it was, I an thought, it was I thought Cecil learned how to speak English. Uh, like, it was, it was, Tim, it was Tim's voice. I, I need to redo the ad thing for. It's all good. Games it's Daily. all good. I thought I thought Tim was like correcting me or something. Um, yeah, I thought the episode was a lot of fun. I didn't love Sylvie in the TVA kind of getting that easily duped. Um, that that felt like just we need you to get tricked so that you could eventually come back here. Um, I, I, and that's fine. I'm willing to overlook that just so we can get Sylvie back to whatever this void is that everybody's being sent to. I love the concept of it. I think it's a, a really cool and creative to have this sort of, this is where the end of everything sort of meets. Um, and we, yeah, what the hell is this thing they're looking at once they enchant, uh, Elioth? I'm really interested to find out what the hell is happening, but I really dug this episode. This one was one of my favorites of this season. Evan? Um, I, I love this episode. I think it was so much fun. It was such a treat to like, look around and just see random stuff and be like, Oh, that ship. And Oh, like it's, it's so cool that they're allowed to have this much fun. I think Andy's totally right about Loki. Like it's like, you did such a good job explaining that we're like classic Loki, right? We see him and you're like, Oh, these are just throwaway characters. And then they suddenly introduce way more. And then they have a moment with one of them that's like, oh, shit. Like, this is incredible. And then he, like, dies. And it's like, I guess I, I hope he actually is dead. And now death has some way. I, I, you know, that doesn't matter as much. I'm just having a, a goddamn blast. Yeah, the stuff back at the TVA, there wasn't much going on. But, like, it's clear that the uh, Ravona character doesn't know anything. So it's like... To me, that makes sense that, like, they're just trying to, like, continue to do what they do. And, like, since she escaped, now they're like, oh, how do we figure it all out? It's just, it's, it kind of, like, um, it's not that fun to speculate just because they're, things are going so wild and there's no rules. But um, it's it's such a blast to watch. Do you think she doesn't know anything? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think so. Because I feel like we have moments with her and, uh, like... The time little video person. This minute. Like, yeah. She she could have been more honest, but like it seems like she's talking to her because she like doesn't know what's going on. It's trying to like get the files yeah. together. Um, I agree with you there, Greg, where I felt a little kind of confused by that because and, and maybe and that's probably purposeful on the show, but I don't think it should have been done that way where 
throughout a lot of that conversation with Sylvie and Miss Minutes, I'm constantly going back and forth between, like, I'm waiting for the moment where a line of dialogue is said and Sylvie goes, you've known all along, you know what's happening here. And then, yes, this is the grand scheme of blah, blah, blah. And then she's just as confused. And I don't think that's being communicated too well to the viewer. And I don't know if that's purposeful or not, but um, I... I think it's I purposeful. Can... I think they want to keep us guessing. But Got I think it. she knows. I think she knows. And I, I think she's going to end up being the big bad. Maybe it'll be a team of variant hers that are the big bad. And like that's the whole thing of why that she doesn't know everything. Because there's a different Ramona, Ravona, that's uh, out there with the information. <laughs> Yeah, and another potential option is that she knows some things, but from what she's learned here, she's realizing like that somebody is hiding other things from her. Playing so her, I think yeah. that that could be the reason why she's acting kind of weird, where she kind of knows but kind of doesn't. But we'll see. Yeah, Nick, I mean, we think? get that we get that scene at the end with her where she's like, "I need all of the files on the formation of the TVA and mm -hmm. the time, the, the little time." cartoons like uh okay that's gonna take a while and she's like get them for me now so there's, she, she, there's definitely still stuff she needs to fill in for sure um i like this episode i think this is one of my favorite episodes so far and i think it's because it plays to the strengths of the show which is really just the characters um a lot of the i think the asgard coming out at the end was cool and and richard e grant and uh owen owen wilson having a scene was was nice that was that was really cool um but i think one of the reasons why i really liked this episode specifically was the the contrast to what andy was talking about where um, Andy was saying like it's it's so cool that they can introduce these characters and and we feel for them like a couple episodes later. But what I think is really cool about the show is that we really we don't I don't feel like I don't know Richard E. Grant's Loki. I feel like that's just the same Loki. And I think that's what's so cool about this is that we're seeing just different variants of the same character that we've seen for a very, very long time played slightly differently and played out toward the end of like this is what Loki's going to be if he if he keeps on this path, right? He's forever going to be chased, mm -hmm. so he has to do something differently. Um, and that thing that's different, that that catalyst for that was Sylvie, which is really cool, and having her come back. And I, I liked that little moment with the blanket where he kind of waves his hand, and, he, and, and the blanket goes, you know, over her shoulder, and then she immediately gives him shit. She's like, what is this, a tablecloth? <laughs> He's like, that was a blanket. <laughs> she does um, the thank you. Like, she's yeah. trying to be better, right? Right. And so I think that's what's really cool about this. Even And, and I mean, shout out to the alligator, right? How was oh, I going to care about alligator Loki this much? Uh, dude, when he bites <laughs> off President Loki's hand, yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking good. So unexpected. I love that President Loki. We finally see what the hell that image was yeah. all about. Like we've been seeing that in promotional imaging for you know all of Since before Loki ever came yeah. out, and I was wondering like, what the hell is that? When are we actually going to see that? So that was kind of a neat little uh, debut for him. Yeah, Did you I'm, believe that it wasn't our Loki? I was sure that was our same. Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised. That, that was kind of fun. And I like I love that it's the it's only Loki so far that he's met that is himself. Mm -hmm. You know, all the other ones don't look like him. So that was that was a good well, moment. Greg, um, what were you saying? I, I love the differences in performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like present Loki speaking speaks different than our Loki. You're like, oh, that's cool. He speaks more like Loki 1.0, which is great. But um, I yeah, I, I I think that unlike some of the other Marvel shows where, you know, we got to the end of WandaVision at this point, And I was like, OK, well, it's starting to starting to fall flat a little bit as we're going into sort of the, the the last episode this one i'm like i don't know what's going on and i'm very very this was this was one of the first marvel shows where we're going into the last episode and i'm thinking to myself like i wish it was out right now i want to see what's going on i need to know i need to know what's going to happen when they go through this what is that mansion what's going on with all those flying things around it like i'm very very curious to see how this is going to wrap up and um that's exciting that's 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 good storytelling for me 
This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Enjoy a wide variety of easy, delicious options for three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between with HelloFresh Market. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg. I love to cook, and one of the things that got me started on cooking was these kind of packages, right? HelloFresh sends you the pre-measured ingredients. You get the instructions. You pick ahead of time what sounds good. You don't have to think on the day of. You just go straight down the checklist. You make something good, and you learn how to cook. You learn new methods. That's why I love it. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to HelloFresh.com morning14 and use the code morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash morning14 and use the code morning14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Our next sponsor, why it's Babbel. This summer, get the most out of your travels abroad by learning the language of the destination you're going to with Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. From ordering in restaurants or asking for directions to gaining a deeper understanding of the culture, Babbel makes the whole process of learning a new language addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons you can actually use in the real world. Babbel is a can't-miss travel essential. I'm not even traveling with it. Instead, uh, Jen's mom uh, from the only, uh, the one and only Quebec coming down here. I've been using Babbel. I signed up for Babbel. I'm going to see if I can talk to her a little bit more in French than usual because I usually can't, but I've been doing Babbel because unlike the infamous language classes you took in high school, Babbel designs their course with practical, real-world conversations in mind. Things you'll get to use in everyday life. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING, for an extra three months. And our final sponsor of the day is Stamps.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you still going to the post office, still paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay less, a lot less, with discounted rates from UPS, USPS, and more. Of course, when we were still in the office, one and only Joey Noel was using this to mail out all sorts of stuff for Patreon. We love Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings the services of the United States Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, shipping out orders, or just navigating this hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Stop wasting time going to the post office and instead go to Stamps.com. There's no risk and with our promo code kind of funny all one word you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone in the top of, at the top of the homepage, and type in kind of funny that's stamps.com promo code kind of funny stamps.com never go to the post office again yeah totally i mean i love the the theme that these marvel shows seem to be having of like giving the main characters kind of like some type of weapon upgrade armor upgrade for the the next movies they're going to be in and this one continues that like giving him the sword it's like let's fucking go you know you guys know i love a good get hype moment but i love the tease too with sylvie where like i fucking bet you she gets a new outfit next episode oh her yeah, being like oh sure. my my i need an outfit change or whatever it's like enchantress baby let's fucking go well, that's also- going to be so sick 
Loki's ability to now enchant, right? His ability 100%. to like learn that it was like an upgrade, which was cool. And I think all that built, right? That's that's that to me was that's the stuff that I look forward to, right? That's the stuff where it's like, yeah, the actiony stuff is fun or whatever. And seeing Richard E. Grant rebuild Asgard was pretty was a pretty special moment. But the the actual you know payoff of these characters developing with each other over the last five episodes is what I like about these shows, and I think they did it well. That's what I I think worked most for me was with that final fight. It wasn't just an epic thing with a lot of CG flying around. Of course, that's true. But that's what happened at the end of uh, WandaVision. And we were all let down because it had the Disney Channel original movie vibe. Whereas this, (laughs) they just went, they fully committed to what they were trying to do. And so much of it was character based where this Loki, like you guys are talking about, we are connected to classic Loki because it is our Loki if he had actually tricked Thanos in Infinity War and then kept going down that timeline so that is interesting and then I think that the theme of this show and the entire idea of Loki's are meant to survive that's why in this void where everyone is sent and we see that with both Mobius and with the the Navy ship that Mm -hmm. that's dropped in the reason there's so many Loki's is because they've set up they've been they've hunted more Loki's as variants than anyone else so it's like that's why they're all here Loki's are built to survive all that stuff uh but I love the idea that uh, Owen Wilson has constantly been telling our Loki, like, you know, you're, you're a bad guy. Like, you can't change. And we've seen this Loki again change. We already had the Loki that died in Endgame change as well. And now we see classic Loki uh, make that that hero change. And, you know, I'm a sucker for music stuff. I fucking loved when he was building Asgard. And <laughs> it was a mix of the Loki theme with Ride of the Valkyries. The da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Which is like, that's his face turn moment, man. He's like not joining the Valkyries. But I'm like, this is fucking hype, man. Yeah. I was so in and the idea of in, in enchanting uh Elioth is just so cool. Such a such a like thing where I'm like, I can't believe we're getting this in a TV show. Cause that is a cool idea. That sounds like a movie moment, but they did it in the penultimate episode of, of this season. So very well. I mean, you were mentioning action all over the place and action at the end of episode two, or was it three, when they are escaping the planet from the meteor hitting that building? I mean, that's an example of action and going all out not necessarily working at least for me and so that can happen right you can try to have this big action set piece and try to get the audiences thrilled and here i was sitting kind of like eh, it just it feels kind of clunky to me and not very coordinated but this sequence was amazing and not only i mean you, you pointing out the music i think I didn't even mention obviously mobius coming back which is amazing and i love just having him in the show again but the music in this show was one of the MVPs. It was fucking relentless. It was so good, and it just kept on building somehow and getting better and better, and that just adds to how epic all of that is supposed to feel at the end. You're supposed to feel like <laughs> this is a gigantic moment in the MCU right here, and it was it was absolutely worth it. They They nailed every sort of aspect of what you need to make a scene just feel epic and chill-worthy. And they've never had that before. In the history of the MCU, there's never been a moment they just went all out with choir and orchestra and everything like that. In this episode, the Loki theme hit hit end boss of a Final Fantasy game levels of or Kingdom Hearts levels of we're fucking going all out. And like that adds to it because that's the production value of the whole thing. And for a show that has such strong visual and, and audio identity, I think that like that's that's why it all just works so much for me, where it's like it's just building on itself, both character wise and with all these other things. So uh kev i sent you a, an article i'd like you to bring up yeah so we can show the boys some fun easter eggs they might have missed because they're oh, well, so set up a question 
Go for yeah, it. It's a stupid one that I wouldn't have said last week, but we're talking about it now, kind of. Do you think Mobius is a Loki? We said that, you know, you're sent to the void. Only Loki survive. How did Mobius hang on so long? Mm. At this point, I don't think he is anymore. Yeah. But there were a lot of shots in this of him with a bunch of Lokis that... I love that conversation around, like, the fire, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But just like, you know, how do you know it's not... A, how do you know the alligator's not lying? But that would be very Loki-like. It's the game within a game. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that, 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 like, got me the line where he's, like... Where he talked about why the alligator Loki had was a variant because he ate the, na- the wrong neighbor's cat. That was yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, and then the line that got me the most, though, was when he when they hug and he's like, thank you, friend. And he's like, yeah. and he whispers to Sylvie, you're my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh Wilson, God bless you. <laughs> Uh, so scroll down a little bit here kev the infamous thanos copter uh, from the comics if you can click into that to show people i can't believe this is mcu canon in any way uh (laughs) but infamously thanos used to ride the thanos copter nick so Mm. so there it is i was wondering i was wondering what that was a reference to because i I caught that when they walked by it i was like that's got to be an easter egg to something this whole That's episode, funny. dude, is just Easter eggs on Easter eggs. And then we got my boy, Throg, the Frog oh. of Thunder. I guess uh, I have been dethroned as I didn't the notice, voice actor. I didn't notice. I mean, I tried to pause several times, and I to couldn't tell if it was. was a shrunken Thor or not. Like, I, I thought it was an actual human being in there. Because of the jumping, I was like, oh, they, that's definitely meant to be Throg. Because I paused it at the right that's moment. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then cool. down here, it's a giant yellow jacket ham, uh, helmet, mm-hmm. which is fucking cool and a little bit weird. Oh, but shit. Remember, like, he died in some weird timey-wimey way, so like, that's he was getting crazy. sucked and all whatever, so Wait, that's he, pretty cool. Didn't I didn't even die? catch that. Didn't he get trapped in the... No, I can't remember. He kind of got, got enlarged and desized all over his body as he got sucked into the thing and went... Yeah, what, he just turned into a little, like, splatter... Sense. Was the thing he the... turned to a little splatter, but then he also quantum room or quantum room dishonorably yeah. died as the worst villain in the MCU on the Bagu Bagu list. Mm-hmm. We got a uh, Red Skull's escape craft from the first Avenger here. Oh, awesome! I didn't see that one. Uh, we got Ronin ship, Dark Aster. Yeah, I noticed that. Fly in uh, that one, yeah. the head of the Living Tribunal. This is some comic shit. Tight. Next up, there. This, I was wondering what that was. That's somewhere cool. wasn't it? There. Well, it looks like the three statues of the timekeepers, but no, no, I think in one of the other movies there there was a statue in the background, but it doesn't matter. Um, and then here we got the so the Stark Tower, the Avengers Tower we see actually wasn't Stark or Avengers. It says Kang Q E N G, uh, which in the comics is Nathaniel Richards, um, aka Kang the Conqueror. Is it's, it's the whole vibe of mm-hmm. and they made a Kang? team to take down the Avengers. It's not, but it's like. Kang that was the whole shtick, right? He bought the tower from Stark in the comics, and then it was revealed later on that he was King the Conqueror. Yeah. So, is this a red herring? Like, I don't know what they're doing here, but we have one episode left, and we're literally at the, the gate of someone's castle. So, <laughs> exciting, oh. exciting stuff. Cool. Uh, any closing thoughts, boys? Can't wait to see it all ends. I'm really excited. I wish that episode was out right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I... I... I need to sort of like lower my expectations just because every I mean, WandaVision and Falcon have both ended in pretty uh, mediocre ways for me. And yeah. um, I got to kind of understand the realities of ending a show that has be- felt this epic before. And it not it's not always easy to stick the landings, but I hope that it ends up better than the last two series. I'm right there with you. 
And I, I think it's going to be hard after they just Game of Thrones this, where the second to last episode, they went all out. So yeah, what, what have they got left? But we'll see. Let me know in the comments below what you thought about Loki episode five and the whole show and what theories you have for the next episode, all that stuff. Let us know in the comments below. Until next time, I love you. Goodbye. Black Widow returns tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh.